now with hands lifted. Oh, we give you the highest praise tonight. God, you are worthy of everything that we have to offer you. All of my worship, all of my praise, everything, God, I surrender it right now, God, in your presence while you are near. Oh, hallelujah, praise the Lamb. Hallelujah, praise the Lamb. Amen, amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord again tonight. Amen. You say, Brother Lanny, you say that a lot. I know because I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. I'm thankful to be in the presence of God tonight. Anytime we get the opportunity, amen, it ought to be a joy and a pleasure to come into the house of God. Amen. If you would, I'm going to read several verses of Scripture, but Psalm 17 and then we'll go to Psalms 91. Amen. Psalm 17 and verse 8. He says, Keep me as the apple of the eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings. Psalms 91 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge. Even the Most High, thy habitation. Psalms 18, verse 30 says, Yahweh, what a perfect God you are. Yahweh, what a perfect God you are. All Yahweh's promises have proven true. What a secure shelter. For all those who turn to hide themselves in you, the wraparound God. You can be seated tonight. And they get there on oversized feet. They'll have to grow into one day. They're not ideally adapted for running or flying, but getting around on floating lilies, that is their specialty. It helps that they weigh just a few ounces. The twins have no perception of the danger beneath the lilies. 
Without a mother, two tiny fluffballs with long toes wandering around on a thin platform of lilies won't last very long out here. But Jakana mothers always abandon their chicks as they hatch and leave them entirely in the care of the males. The father has his own flotation issues to deal with, but he keeps up with them, watching for anything suspicious in the water. And there it is. With a coded chirp, he calls his chicks to him. It's not just to hide them from the crocodile. He has to move them to safety. And the best way for him to do that is to tuck one under each wing and walk them out of danger. Keeping the kids quiet in a dark place is always a challenge. Those that survive here are the ones that are most aware of the sinister hiding in the beauty. What a secure shelter for all those who hide themselves in you. The wraparound God. That's what I want to talk to you about tonight is the wraparound God. Psalms 91 is a psalm that many go to on a regular basis. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. And while there are many who do not see the need for God, there are many that think they get along just fine without his influence and his help. I stand here tonight and tell you I cannot fathom a life lived without God. I cannot fathom going one day without knowing that He sees me and He knows when I need help and He knows when I need His presence to come and wrap around me. There's people all over the world today that deny Him and refuse to acknowledge that He exists, but... The moment trouble comes, they are looking for answers and looking for help. Who stands by me if not for my God? Who cleanses me and sets me free from the pains of this world if not for God? Who purchases me with their own blood if not for my God? I am thankful for Jesus tonight. I'm thankful for Him and I'm thankful... For His presence and always being near. Psalms 91 in the Passion says, When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me. The only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you. From every hidden trap of the enemy. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. 
How does that happen? That happens when you choose to abide in Him. That happens when you choose to go where He's at and say, I want to dwell in the secret place. I want to be where you are. And it's then and only then can I escape the snares of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. And you can run under His covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. Sister Creel has said so many times that of all the reasons that she misses her husband, and he's been gone for some years now, but she said what she misses the most was his big arms that would come and just wrap her up and he would embrace her and his arms would cover her. And she said, it's just something about those arms that made me feel safe. Something about that embrace that made me not only feel loved, but it made me feel like I was taken care of. You hear me? There is a loving God that also can give that same embrace that can come to you in your time of need and literally wrap his arms around you and say, come on, come in here, come under the shadow of my wings. Let me wrap around you in your weak and weary state. Let me embrace you and keep you from harm's way. But there is a big difference in hiding from God and hiding in God. And from the very beginning, we find that when failure comes... And we slip up and we make a mistake because there was a sinister there in the beauty. In the Garden of Eden that was so perfect. It was paradise. It was so pure and beautiful. And yet even there, the sinister was able to enter. And so we fail and we make a mistake and we mess up. And so what do we do? We hide. We don't want anyone to see especially God. We hesitate coming to the altar because somebody might know that I slipped and fell. Somebody might know that I made a mistake and messed up. So we hide. We cover our face. We sit at the pew. We stay away from anybody that may give us a look and they may just be smiling to wave, but we think they see us. Oh Lord, they know what I did. Oh no, the preacher's coming. Oh no, sister so-and-so just stepped out of her aisle. She's coming right for me. There is an awareness that comes that tells me I've messed up. And the enemy would like nothing more than for you to continue hiding from God. Nobody has to teach you to hide when you're in trouble. Nobody has to teach you to hide when you think that somebody's going to get on to you. It happens. I got three little boys and they, the moment they know that mom or dad's coming for them, they quickly can find a good hiding place. It's in us. We know it's time to dart off. It's time to find a place that I can hide. Genesis 3 and 8 says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves 
from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Here is the thing. People hide when they are in trouble. People hide when they are afraid. And we make an attempt to hide ourselves. And when Adam and Eve tried to hide, they covered themselves with leaves. And they not only tried to get in the trees, but they thought maybe if I put some leaves around and maybe I can camouflage myself. God can't see me now. I'm hiding in the garden. I'm hiding amongst the trees. But God said, no, it's going to take more than that. If you really want to be covered, if you really want to be under that canopy and that covering, it's going to require more. I see your attempt to cover yourself. I see your attempt to cover those things and to hide, but it's going to take more than that. And so it was with that that he says there's going to have to be some animals that are going to have to die. There's going to have to be bloodshed. And there's going to have to be that covering that comes then and only then. For the animal died and the blood was shed. And it was those animal skins that then became their covering. You know, when we try to cover ourselves up in our attempt, God looks at it and says, well, close. But I want you to be covered completely. I want you to be modest. I want you to go around and be covered by the blood. And covered from head to toe by my mercy and by my grace. And today we too can apply the blood of Jesus over our life. And we don't have to hide in the shame and guilt anymore. We don't have to hide in our nakedness and say, I don't want anybody to see this. I don't want anybody to know what I've done. God said, I've made a covering for you. I was the lamb slain so that you could be covered by my blood. We hide ourselves from God. We're like the T-Mobile ad that says that makes as much sense as playing hide and go seek in the desert. There ain't nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to run. You're not going to be hidden from God. There's nowhere you will ever go where God cannot find you. It doesn't matter if you're in the club or you're at the bar or you're in the closet. It doesn't matter where you are. God can come to where you are at and He can fix the situation. And He'll still call out to you and say, Come on, my arms are wrapped around right now. Waiting on you to walk into this embrace. Waiting on you to step out of the darkness into the light. Jeremiah 23 and 24 said, Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him? Do not I feel heaven and earth, saith the Lord? So when I realize that I cannot hide from him, what if I decide to try to hide in him? What if when I find myself in trouble, I'm not running from God? But I begin to run to God. What if I see when I'm stumbling and I'm making a mistake that I'm not hiding and, and being ashamed of what I've done, but I get to the house of God as fast as I can. That I get into His holy temple as fast as I can. That I get back under His covering as fast as I can and say, God, I want to be where you're at. I want to be in that wraparound embrace. I've got to get back to where you are. 
If I find myself in trouble, I need to run to Him. What we ought to do is trust in Him that when the time is right, and when I need to be hid the most, His Word says, He will hide me. You don't have to hide yourself when there's danger. When you live a life for God, you don't have to walk around wondering when you're going to have to find a place to take cover. God said, you stick with me and I'll keep you covered. You stick with me and I'm going to keep my arms around you everywhere that we go. I'm going to have my eyes on you. They go to and fro from the earth and I am watching you every step of the way. Psalms 2 in the Passion. Remember that His wrath can be quickly kindled. But many blessings are waiting for all who turn aside to hide themselves in Him. There's blessings in hiding in Him. There is a blessing in knowing that I can hide safely in His arms. Psalms 5, but I know that you will welcome me into your house. For I am covered by your covenant of mercy and love. So I come to your sanctuary with deepest all to bow in worship and adore you. Verse 11 says, But let them all be glad, those who turn aside to hide themselves in you. And may they keep shouting for joy forever. Overshadow them in your presence as they sing and rejoice. Then every lover of your name will burst forth with endless joy. Lord, how wonderfully you bless the righteous. Your favor wraps around each one and covers them under the canopy of kindness and joy. Why would you not want to live a life like that? Why would you not want to serve a God who says, I will constantly have a canopy of joy and gladness around you. If you stick with me, it's not just a safety. You can sing, you can shout, you can rejoice. And people say, well, how are you doing that when there's calamity? How are you doing that when you see what's going on in the world? How can you praise God like like that and sing like that and dance like that because I'm walking under that shadow. I'm walking in His presence. I'm walking as He has His arms around me. Psalm 7 says, Yahweh my God, I turn to hide my soul in You. Save me from all those who pursue and persecute me. Verse 10, God, Your wraparound presence is my shield. And you bring victory to all those who are pure in heart. Psalm 16 and 1, keep me safe, almighty God. I run to you, my safe place. Verse 8, because I set you, Yahweh, always close to me. My confidence will never be weakened. For I experience your wraparound presence every moment. I experience it when I wake up in the morning. I experience it while I'm driving down the road unawares. That you have your arms around me. That you are watching over me every step that I take. When I'm at the job. When I'm in the hospital room. When I'm in the courtroom. There you are with me, oh God. That wraparound presence, even when I don't see it, even when I don't acknowledge it, even when I don't know it, there you are with your arms stretched out over me. 
Even when I don't hear you, your arms are around me, protecting me every step of the way. And I was reading through these Psalms, getting so excited. They're, they're all through there. I didn't even get halfway through Psalms. And I was just, my Lord. Psalm 17, 7, magnify the marvels of your mercy to all who seek you. You are the loving Savior of all who turn aside to hide themselves in you. Protect me from harm. Keep an eye on me as you would a child who is reflected in the twinkling of your eye. Yes, hide me within the shelter of your embrace under your outstretched wings. Psalms 18.3, all I need to do is call on you, Yahweh, the praiseworthy God. When I do, I'm safe and sound in you, delivered from my foes. Psalms 18 and 18, when I was at my weakest, my enemies attacked, but the Lord held on to me. When my enemies were there and they came to destroy me, you were still there holding on to me, saying, I'm not going to let you go. The enemy can come all he wants to, but I'm not letting Letting you out of my embrace. 18 and 30. Yahweh, what a perfect God you are. All Yahweh's promises have proven true. What a secure shelter for all those who turn to hide themselves in you, the wraparound God. Psalms 27 verse 4. One thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. For in the time of trouble, He shall hide me in His pavilion. In the secret of His tabernacle shall He hide me. And He shall put me upon a rock. No matter what the enemy may do, no matter what goes on outside of these walls, it's a promise that in time of trouble, I'm going to keep you. In time of trouble, I've still got you. In times of turmoil, I'm still going to take care of you. When you don't know where the money's going to come from, I'm going to provide. When you're in the wilderness and don't know which way to go, I'm going to make a way in the wilderness. You hear me, that's the God that you serve. He's not a God that stands by on the side. He's a God that wraps Himself around you and He covers you like a cloak and a garment. And He says, keep on walking, keep on moving. Don't slow down and don't give up. You keep doing what you're doing and I will be with you. You can count on it. As sure as you are breathing right now, there's going to be trouble. But in time of trouble, He will hide you. Don't stop doing what you're doing because of threats. Don't stop preaching the gospel because there are people around that get uncomfortable. Don't stop living for God and serving Him with gladness because it makes somebody else upset. Don't be silent. You just keep doing what you're doing. And if and when you need to be hidden, He will hide you. Until then, you keep praying. You keep fasting. You keep believing. You keep serving Him. Some of us are hiding out in our panic room when we ought to be burning up the prayer room. 
We're hiding out saying, well, I, I don't want anybody to get upset. I don't want anybody to, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I don't want to do all of this. You ought to be in the prayer room, whether it's here or at your home, saying, I don't care what anyone else says or does. I'm not worried about politics. I'm not worried about circumstances. I'm not worried about the rumors. I'm going to keep living for God. I'm going to keep serving God because what the world doesn't understand is there's a wraparound God that's with me. He's with me every step of the way and they don't know that. He's the wraparound God and He's got me covered. When danger lurks beneath the surface, God will show up and He will hide you. Exodus 1, says, And Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born... You shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. His command was, I want you to take all of the male babies and dump them in the river. Exodus 2 says, And the woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him for three months. Because valuable things are worth hiding. You are worth hiding. God intends to keep you in spite of the enemy's agenda, in spite of what Satan himself would like to do to you. God says, I've got other plans. I'm going to put other people in your life. I'm going to put mothers. I'm going to put fathers. I'm going to put people of compassion. I'm going to put brothers and sisters of Christ. I'm going to put pastors and evangelists and teachers and preachers. I'm going to put them in your life and they are there to help hide you in these times but verse 3 said the moment came when she could hide him no longer that she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein and I love this his command was put the babies in the river So Moses' mother said, all right, I'm going to obey you. I'm going to obey your command, and I'm going to put my son in the river. Are you happy now? Are you content now that I complied, and I did what you asked of me, and I did what you wanted to do? And it says, and she laid it in the flags by the river's bank. How could you do that, mother? How could you only hide it for three months and when you could hide him no longer, you put him in the very place that the adversary wanted him. You put him in the very place that was meant to destroy him because the covering that we have is far greater than any covering I could ever create with these hands. That mother did what she could with that basket. But she knew the covering that was there was greater than that basket. The covering that was upon that baby and his life. God had a greater purpose. God had a greater day ahead. And that mother said, I I can't do it all on my own. But God, I trust in you that when this cannot cover him, you can. That when my efforts fall short, you can take over And you can make a way and you can get him wherever he needs to go. And you can take care of him. We'll never cover it enough. 
Adam and Eve could never cover it enough. But God says, that's all right. I've got it covered. I can hide him for a little while, but God can keep him in the very waters that should have destroyed him. Someone needs to let God cover some things tonight. You need to just let go and say, God, I've, I've held on to it as long as I can. I've tried as long as I can, but no longer I'm putting it in your hands, God. You're the covering God. You're the wraparound God. Take care of my babies. I've prayed for them. I've done everything I know to do. And so today, just like I did at that altar, I lay them again at your feet. I lay them again in the waters that meant to destroy them. But God, you're going to keep them and you're going to promise for them and you're going to elevate them into a place of power for your purpose someone needs to say I can no longer hide him I can no longer do what needs to be done God the wraparound God take my baby right now and keep him from harm the same wraparound God that kept my baby in this little ark is the same wraparound God that is going to cover his people as he leads them out of Egypt For the Bible says in Exodus 13 and 17, It came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them, not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, Lest peradventure the people repent when they see war and they return to Egypt. I'm going to lead them a different way. I'm going to keep my arms around them and I'm going to lead them, showing them where to go and showing them where to turn and how to get to the place that I am trying to lead them. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea and the children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. Verse 21 said, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way and by night a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. Pharaoh said, why have we let them go? And and they're in the pursuit of them. And this cloud that is going before them, that wraparound presence that says, come on, follow me. Let me lead you where I've got to lead you. Come on, Moses, I kept you when you were a baby in a basket. I had that covering over you, and it's the same covering I'm going with you right now. Some of you, God has had His hands on your life since you were a little baby. You were wouldn't be here tonight if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side. You should have been dead. You should have been abandoned. You should have been a castaway. But God said, no, no, I need them. I need them to lead some people out of bondage. I need them to be a witness for me. I need them. And so I'm going to walk with them and I'm going to be a cloud and I'm going to be a pillar of fire and I'm going to do what needs to be done. And the Bible said that Pharaoh was upset and he was angry saying, why in the world did we let them go? And so the Bible says, and the angel of God went which before them the camp of Israel. All 
all of the sudden that which was before them and the enemy starts pursuing them that cloud said hold on just a minute and it turned around and became that shield the thing that was going before them leading them turned around and said hold on now I'm going to cover this side and that pillar of fire that was there said I know I've been in front of you but now I'm coming over here because I'm the wraparound God I can do this way and I can go that way I can get you from the front I can take care of you on your right on your left from the back there's not anywhere that you can be that I cannot protect you and I cannot sustain you and you hear me what God did that day was more than just rearrange some things he was showing them I can cover you in every season I can part the waters you can cross on dry land you can get wherever you've got to go as long as you abide in me some of us have carried on not realizing or even thinking about what we're doing not really looking around at the environment around us and we've not been paying attention as the two young birds that we saw earlier they have no perception of the danger beneath the lilies we only see what we want to see and we walk around like everyone else but we are ignorant of the danger that lies in waiting because of our perception we carry on not really seeing the danger not realizing it all we see is the fun and all we see is the beauty all we see is this lush green beautiful place that we can go and enjoy and man the grass looks so much greener over here Everything looks so much like, they look like they're having so much fun out there, Brother Landon. Can I just go and participate just, just one night? Can I go have fun just one night and just one time? And they're walking out on places they never should walk. All because they're trying to enjoy what seems so fun and so beautiful. And they do not realize that beneath the surface there is something there that is waiting on them to step out, waiting on them to show up at that party, waiting on them to go and make that mistake. You hear me kids and you hear me young people, there's going to be opportunities that arise and the enemy's going to say, come on, look, there's no harm here. Everybody else is out here and they're okay. They're walking on the lily pads too and they're safe. Don't you ever be upset when your mom and dad says, no, come on, we're not going over there. We're not going to go do that. We're not going to say those things. We're not, well, why not? I want to have fun. You hear me. Maybe mom and dad knows what it's like to be consumed by something. Maybe mom and dad knows what it's like to have the snares and the attack of the enemy tacked onto them and try to destroy them. Maybe mom and dad saw some of their friends that went out and were consumed and have never been back in the house of God. Maybe mom and dad have seen some that thought it was okay and no big deal. That have gone out there and they have been overtaken. And so there is a father 
There is a mother. There is a pastor, a youth pastor, a Sunday school teacher. There's a prayer warrior. There's people on the pew beside you that's saying, don't go there. Don't go that way. You ought to find God tonight. You ought to say, Lord, put me in your wings. Take care of me, God. Pick me up wherever I'm at. We play with fire not realizing it will burn and we walk out on lilies saying, what is the harm here? But it's not the lily pads, young people. It's not those little things that we're so worried about. It's the things that we don't see. It's the things that we don't know about. It's the hidden agendas. It's the things that we're not always privy to and we don't always understand that the enemy is very aware what he is doing. And so we are trying to be cautious and we're trying to look out. But you've got to know and trust that there are people here tonight that love you. It's not the lily pads, but it's what lies beneath those lilies that we should be concerned about. It moves so slowly and it blends in with the normal surroundings. It comes and there's danger lurking. But there's a father there. There's a father there that comes and he sees the danger. And he says, come on. I'm not just going to hide you. But I'm going to carry you. I'm going to take you to a safe place. You may not understand it right now. You may not see it right now. But I promise you, if you will trust me, I'm going to carry you away from harm and danger. I'm not just hiding you. I'm going to carry you. I'm going to pull you out of the miry clay. I'm going to pull you out of the struggle. I'm going to be that wraparound embrace and say, I'm not going to let you go. I'm not going to quit loving you. I'm not going to quit reaching out for you. God, tonight we are thankful that you are that wraparound God and that you embrace us. God, just like the bird did and said, come on, get under my embrace. Get in the shadow of my wings. Come on, climb up a little higher. Get up there. I'm not just hiding you. I'm not just putting up boundaries to keep you a prisoner. I'm putting up boundaries to keep the sinister away. The one that would meant evil against you. The one that would come against your soul. Let's stand all across this house. It said those that survive are the ones that are aware of the sinister hiding in the beauty. That they know that there is an adversary that would desire to sift you as wheat. There is an adversary that would love nothing more than for you to fall and fail and to never come back into the house of God. And to hide in your shame and your guilt because of a mistake that you made, because you slipped up and you said some things you shouldn't have said and you did some things that you shouldn't have done. Those that make it are the ones who know how to get to a safe place. David, the reason he was a man after God's own heart is because when he falled and he failed and he messed up time and time again, he knew how to come to God and say, Oh Lord, 
cleanse me. Create in me a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit. It was David who wrote so many of these psalms that said, I want to hide in you. I want to abide in you. I want to keep myself safe in you. David knew what it was to hide. He had to hide in caves. He had to hide from Saul. Jonathan told David, you got to go hide yourself tonight. And David was tired of running. And he was tired of constantly hiding. And he said, all these places, they're just temporal. But there is a place that I can run and be safe. There is somewhere that I can go. There's a God who loves me. And if I can just get there, if I can get to where He is at, He'll scoop me up again. He'll wrap me in His arms again and embrace me. Psalms 143 and 9. Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. Again, that verse from our text tonight. Yahweh, what a perfect God you are. You are perfect in all of your ways. Yahweh, what a perfect God you are. All of your promises have proven true. What a secure shelter for all those who turn to hide themselves in you. The wraparound God. All over this house can we lift our hands. Oh God, I thank you. God, I thank You, Lord, that You are that place of refuge. You are the one we can run to, Lord, when we are weary. You're the rock in a weary land. You're the fountain when we are thirsty. The well that never runs dry. Oh, You are that secret place. Your very name is a strong tower that we can run into and be saved. We can hide in Your embrace tonight. God, don't let us hide from You. Let us hide in You, Lord. Let us run into Your presence. God, when we're weary and when we're struggling, God, we we tend to cower away and we tend to close ourselves in and build a wall. Not letting anybody in because we've done some things we're not proud of. But God, even there, You're in the middle. Even there, Your presence is there wrapping around me. Saying there's nowhere You can go that I will not be. Oh God, I thank You that You are a place that is a place of safety. God, that You lift us up. God, and You draw us in. When we don't see it, God, and we're going carelessly through this world. We're going day by day, living our lives, not paying attention. God, how many car wrecks, God, could we have been in? God, that You preserved us. How many times could I have been in a hospital bed? Oh, but you had your arms around me.
How many times could I have been in danger? But without me knowing why, without me realizing what was going on, you picked me up and you carried me. How many places have I been out in the world? God, and I should have been destroyed. I should have been a drunk. I should have been an alcoholic, a drug addict. But somewhere along the way, You gave me an opportunity to come and you said, come on, hide in me. Hide in me. And when I was in there hiding, I didn't know where we were going. And then I opened my eyes and I wasn't in the same place that I was a few months ago. I was now in the presence of God. I was now in your temple. I was now in that place, that secret place that nobody else can get to. Nobody else can find me here. Oh, I open these altars tonight for anybody who wants to come and hide in Him. God, I've been hid before, but hide me again. Hide my children. Let me abide in you, Jesus. Let me stay there. Let me lodge there.